Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Tillman. We're doing a deep dive into our favorite reality shows. And And this this is is our Fresh Fresh Perspective. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. We've had a little bit of a hiatus for the holidays. Yeah, oops. Oopsies. And we didn't tell you guys and we're sorry about it. Yeah, we're not very good at having a platform to communicate to people no we're not it's not our strong suit but with this being our one year anniversary of the podcast which is exciting which i didn't realize until i got that email this morning i guess i knew it was around this time but that was an exciting like little message to get this morning yeah but we are kind of switching things up around here at um, fresh perspective hq yeah this is our rebrand episode I know we've been teasing it for a long time and this is it, you guys. Yeah, it's finally happening. So what we're going to do is talk about, we'll give a, finally give a little intro to ourselves and yeah. the background of how Fresh Perspective came to be. And then we'll talk about the future of Fresh Perspective. Oh, also side note, we should we should try and sound bite uh, what, whatever we're talking about, the rebrand or something so we can post on TikTok. So oh, yeah. when we talk about that part, we'll sound eloquent. <laughs> Yes, we will. <laughs> Not our strong suit either, but... No. Part of the rebrand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to really um, get deep and personal. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> where should we start? I don't know. Maybe about, like, us. Who we are. We never really introduced ourselves. We just kind of started showing up and posting a podcast. Um, I know. Without ever explaining who me and Katie are or how we know each other <laughs> or what gives us the expertise on what we talk about. Still looking for that. Yeah. We don't know that answer yet either, <laughs> but we're clearing that up. We're, we're explaining that we don't know. Yeah. That's our defense <laughs> this time. So we met freshman year of college. Yes, we did. Which was like, what? F- oh, five and a half years ago now? Yeah, we met in 2017 and it's 2023. Crazy. <laughs> that feels like so long ago. Yeah, we met in a little school in New York City. We were both little 18-year-olds who had just moved <laughs> to the big city. Super exciting. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Exactly. I studied psychology in college, which I think ends up coming a lot up a lot in what we talk about. I do feel like I'm always, I, I'm not going to lie, I have referenced my undergraduate notes before. Oh, I love that. I don't know if I actually knew that, but it does come up a lot because I mean, I feel like that's a pretty helpful topic just in general, but especially when you're talking about like people and dynamics and like trauma at times and things like that. Totally. Yeah. Especially but, in the, um, spoiler alert, culty stuff that we may yeah, or may not exactly. be moving into. But I studied a very random degree (laughs) program (laughs) that I won't bore you with the entire explanation of it, but essentially it was theater business and why theater is important to people Um, from like an anthropology perspective and a global view, um, which has been a very exciting thing to try to explain in interviews (laughs) over the past (laughs) few years. Um, But... Me and Katie lived in the same dorm. So that's how we met, we met in the lounge, um, <laughs> which is very exciting. There was a yeah. hopping place. Yeah, it um, was. Always in there. We both also kind of had, I think, I'm, I'm not positive about your degree, but 
they were both liberal artsy, right? Yeah. Like you had a sure. full liberal arts education. And I think that plays a lot into what we talk about because I feel like I go at things from the perspective of what if I had to write a thesis or, or a paper on this. <laughs> and I think that is crucial. You know, we're always questioning things. There we are. We're analysts. And that's <laughs> part of what we're going to be moving more into in our yeah. In our the future of fresh perspective is talking more about what you might not see on the surface. You know, we're moving away from the recap structure into the yeah. liberal arts analysis structure. We figure you guys can watch the episodes. You see what happens. Yeah. You don't need us to just like regurgitate it to you. Yes. Want the hard hitting investigative journalism mm-hmm. into into these subjects. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. we want. Because that's really where we um, thrive. And we discovered that when we reconnected in our junior year of college, we met, yes. re-met abroad. Because honestly, we loosely met freshman yeah. year. It was, yeah, exactly. We knew of each other. Yeah. We were, we would hang out occasionally. We had friends in common too. Yeah. So, but then for, uh, junior year, we studied abroad together and we really, we really got to know each other. And we yeah. actually went on trips together around Europe. Um, yeah, we did a trip to Porto together with a bunch of people, Porto, Portugal. We did yeah. a trip to Romania together, which was not a good trip. No, it was not. <laughs> um, truly bonded wonder, on that trip, though. What? Truly, we bonded on that yeah, trip. Yeah, I do lot. think that, the. I mean, you know, you can point to when Fresh Perspective was born, but I think it was really born then. <laughs> I agree. Because I think our connection in this way just spawned from all the crazy experiences that we had in Romania. Yeah, Romania. I've heard I it's a beautiful physically, it's a beautiful country, oh, lots of beautiful stunning. countryside, very interesting history, but Romania didn't love us and we no. ran into some issues. That's right. Yes. Uh one of the biggest ones I would say was our cab driver, our Uber driver, mm. um in the town of Brasov who chased us um Out into a train station. Yes. Because um we closed the doors too loudly for his <laughs> liking. And um, yeah, I, I closed my door and that was the first misstep. And then Tillman, Tillman closed his door and he was so angry when someone closed his door that he got out of the car and unfortunately traced us into the train station. And to make matters worse, when we got into the train station, um, I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and me and a couple of the other people we were with went to the bathroom and they pre-measured the toilet paper for us. You had to go up to a lady at the window and she would hand your pre-measured toilet paper. And for me, that was a huge invasion of privacy. I, I don't think any of you ever told me that. I don't it think was, I knew that. <laughs> Cause I was standing outside the bathroom waiting for this man to probably come in and like harm me. Oh, because, I can't believe we didn't talk about it. It must've just been too humiliating in that moment. Probably. And we, I mean, we, we had had a long day. Yeah, that I mean, was, the train station, it was already a sore subject because on the train from, where were we? Bucharest. Say? Bucharest into Brasov, our train broke down. And we had, first of all, had to leave at like five in the morning to catch it. <laughs> it <laughs> was a train straight out of like the 1950s too. Like it was mm-hmm. an old train. Yes. And then I'll literally never forget. We So we sat at this train station for like, I don't know, it had to be like two hours at least. And we at were the just train like station or when we on our way to Brasov when we were like broken down or stuck. Yes. Well, we didn't break down at a train station. Wait, do you mean when we were before it left? Yeah, bef- wait. 
Well, we were stopped at this train station. We like stopped, made like a regular stop, but then never kept going. No, we, it wasn't a train station. It was the middle of nowhere. No, well, it was in the middle. It was like a train stop in the middle of nowhere because there was a platform. Because remember the like, we heard rumors that this train across the platform was leaving, even though it got there after us. Oh, I and didn't it think started there was a platform there. It started it to leave and we ran random. across yeah. and this conductor pulled us onto the train as it was moving. Yes. And it, our train stopped and never started moving. Yeah, we were there for two hours and all yeah. of the direction was in Romanian. So no, we had no idea what was happening, when it would start mm-hmm. moving again or where the other train was going when it pulled up. Yeah, we had. <laughs> I remember you got off the train and yelled, Brasov, to this <laughs> man on the other train. And he said, he like motioned over to us, like, come on, come on, come on. And then he just pulled us on the train. We didn't have a ticket for that train. We didn't really have a seat, although we found one, found some. Yeah, because we were all standing there like, out of breath because now the train is full speed ahead moving looking at the conductor and they just go (laughs) sit (laughs) yeah so it was it was a long day also we failed to mention our entire reason of going to Romania we had this like kind of joke but not really a joke the entire semester that we wanted to see Dracula's castle Mm -hmm. which is in the middle of nowhere in Romania like we took Mm -hmm. a three-hour train and then an hour car ride to get to this Mm -hmm. castle um and then it was just a tourist attraction (laughs) Yes, um, we did get there and find out that there was really no history that had to do with Dracula and their translations for the English um, kind of seemed like they weren't uh, run past a person that spoke English. So none of the explanations <laughs> of what was in the castle actually explained anything or made any no, sense. So no, we came out of it not knowing anything about the history of the castle, not really knowing why it was connected to Dracula. Um, yeah, and remember our like really weird nice but weird uber driver from brasov to the castle a different uber driver from the one before right he didn't um he didn't speak very much english which like obviously totally fine we're in in romania Mm -hmm. um but none of us spoke romanian so our our bad our our bad like truly our fault on this yeah but he only wanted to have a conversation i was sitting in the front seat through google translate so he would write it in there and then i and then it was Google Translate never translates anything 100% correctly. So that made it difficult. And he was trying to like scam us in this to like sit there for two hours and wait for us while Uber was like the clock. He basically wanted to keep the meter running for two hours for us. We were like, no. And he's like, you won't be able to get back to Brasov if you don't do this. Yeah. And so then we were like, well, what if, what if we just pay you cash? Like we just go separate. Like you just sit here and we'll pay you like nicely for you to bring us back. And he was like, okay, yeah, sure. So we like sat there for two hours and we got his number somehow to like text him when we were done. Um, and then he like picked us up. He yeah. was like, if it's not me, it's a three hour bus ride back to Brasov. And we're like, well, we have a train to catch. Which we did. I will say Brasov was beautiful. Bucharest. Brasov. No, maybe not. Maybe we didn't do our research staying in Bucharest. I think that no, we been. didn't. I wish we would have stayed in Brasov. I think, I think almost everything would have been better if we stayed in Brasov. Because we got to Bucharest and the elevator up to our Airbnb broke and it like dropped us a floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then an old man chased us, chased us up the stairs, screaming at us. And we like got out the wrong floor of the elevator because it had dropped a floor. And the old man was up on that floor yelling at us. He'd somehow tracked us down. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the one of our tourist attractions that we were looking for was a hand that you're supposed to touch and get 
witchcraft from and i thought it was going to be some big cathedral because it was listed as a as a tourist attraction and it right. wasn't it was a, like a oh. one-room chapel with a bunch of religious people and it was we were certainly invading their space when we went in to touch the hand 100 like we were a little too loud i had the hiccups yeah. in that moment um which were just outrageously loud and so i remember <laughs> me and our other friend or like, oh, we have to go. We need, we need to be out of here right now. Like I can't stop hiccuping. And she was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was certainly confusing energy. And then we, we were like, okay, let's give up. So let's walk to the river and maybe it'll be beautiful. River was dried up. Yeah. River was dried up and it was concrete. <laughs> the bottom was concrete. Yeah, it was actually just a concrete scoop. Yeah. So, I mean, but we got to know each other on that trip. Um, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's where our sense of humor uh, really clicked. Well, and it's also, um, since we were scared of Romania, we would go to bed really early the few nights we were there. And Tillman was like, six o'clock, you know, we have some time to play around. Why don't we watch RuPaul's Drag Race? And so we started watching RuPaul's Drag Race, got very into it. And that opened up our conversation of our shared love of reality TV. Exactly. So it really did start in Romania. And so after that, I remember we watched, I think it was season, season seven of Drag Race. Yeah. Um, and so we would talk about that because then you watched the rest of the seasons, I think, afterwards, right? Yeah. Then I, well, because COVID hit pretty shortly after we got back from abroad. And so I ended up watching abroad. almost every Drag Race. Abroad. Abroad. Um, I ended up watching almost every season of Drag Race and got all caught up. Yeah, um, and then when we both moved back to New York City and the new seasons were airing, I think it may have even been it may have been an all-star season, I can't remember. But um we started watching together or we would we would watch The Bachelor. We would watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and then afterwards me and you would spend like another hour like debriefing on that week's episode of Drag Race. Yeah, and then I remember one week I was like have you tried Welcome to Plathville? And that doubled our time because when we would have to watch an episode of The Bachelor, we'd have to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race and then you would have to tell me where you were in Welcome to Plathville and we'd have to catch up on that. And so we were like, exactly. you know, our friends are a horrible audience for this. They're not interested and it's really boring for us that they are not interested. I know, they wouldn't get into it. It was so annoying because we, <laughs> we would sit there and be talking and they'd just be like sitting and like rolling their eyes and it's like, you guys could get into this and like enjoy it, but you don't. And we were also probably, however annoying they were, we were probably exponentially more annoying to them because they were like, you know, it's 11.30 p.m. on a Monday night. (laughs) I have work in the morning. Stop talking about (laughs) cross-dressers. Yeah, exactly. So, but we didn't let that stop us. And at one point we were like, we should have a podcast. We should do it. And for a few months, it was a bit of like a back and forth. Like, I'm not joking. Like, we really should do it. We should do it. We should do it. We should do it. And we didn't. Yeah, it was like a bit, but neither of us were sure whether the other wanted to commit to the bit. I know. We didn't know how serious each other were. But then Mm -hmm. I, me and my roommates held a lovely little holiday party. (laughs) And the following Tuesday, I got a text from Katie saying, me and my roommates tested positive for COVID. You should let everyone at the party know. Mm -hmm. And so I let everyone know. And I'm the only other one that came back positive. Mm -hmm. So then we knew that. Fate was rooting for us. (laughs) Exactly. So we were both bored. This was when quarantine was 10 full days. Like you can't leave your apartment. Like you need to, this may have been, was this before vaccines? No, 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 no. 
No, it was December 2021. Yeah. So we were vaccinated, but it was pre five days and you can test out. It was um, when the Omicron? Omicron was running rampant in New York City and around the world. But like it really hit New York City pretty badly around the holidays last year. And so we were both sitting in our apartments and we we're like, let's just record an episode about Plathville. And we did. And then I remember sitting there editing it while I was like, I have nothing else to do during my quarantine. Um, we were also, we really lacked um, brevity. That first episode was two hours long. So long. And I had no problem editing it because again, I had nothing to do. And neither you edited part of it too, I think. Yeah. I think we and, both edited an hour or something. Yeah. Something crazy. And <laughs> neither of us had really ever like edited anything like that. So we we're like, what's this? I remember I made the like intro. Mm-hmm. I felt so fancy at the time. Yeah. Um, I remember being in my parents' house and like running into a room and being like, and I'm Katie. Yeah. <laughs> I remember texting me like, Hey, can you send me a video recording that just yeah. says I'm Katie. <laughs> and we recruited my little sister's roommate who was just like doing graphic design on the side to just whip up a really quick cover for us. And I was like, I need it tomorrow. And yeah. then I remember sitting in the airport on the way back to New York, writing up a description of the podcast, sent it to you, came up with a title and then we published it. <laughs> Yeah. So then, I mean, as everyone knows, since for a year now, we've been posting video or the podcast about episodes or TV shows that we like, especially Plathville. We had some drag racing there, but we moved away from that. Um, Yeah. I mean, the first, we kind of went into it without a plan. We knew you were going to go on a three month trip over the summer. So we kind of went into it with like, let's try it out for six months. And if it's a bust, Tillman will go away. I'll be in New York. Maybe we'll just never talk about it again. And we try, we'll try things out. We'll do different shows. And what was, the most successful and the most fun for us to talk about were our Plathville episodes. Our first yeah, ever episode 100%. is still to date the one that does the most well. It's constantly getting oh, new yeah. still. Always. So um, we decided that that niche intersection of cultiness and reality TV was where we wanted to focus more of our energy because yeah. we were bouncing around to like top TV shows, niche TV shows. If you were someone who's listening every week there wasn't really a common ground for you to come and listen to and since there's so many podcasts out there right now that you can kind of listen to whatever you wanted we wanted to narrow in more on a really specific audience and for people to come so if you're someone who likes the weird tv out there that's cult adjacent we are now your podcast your go-to podcast for that that's what we're moving towards we want to like and we've obviously we've been doing like recaps of the shows but we want to move away from that a little bit too and like bring something into it like really like obviously our podcast is named fresh perspective it can't mm-hmm. just be it telling you what happened exactly so it's gonna the might test out a couple different you know formats see how it works for us but i think it's gonna be a lot of me and katie bringing things to the table and being like well, what do you think of this like what's yeah. what's your thoughts like isn't this crazy like what's you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think we'll also, since it's going to be, we're going to be doing a lot of outside research to understand these cults and weird shows. So we won't always know what the other person is talking about or bringing or researching. So I think it's going to become more of a conversation between us that is unexpected, less so than the recap episodes. We're often just going through something we had both seen going, 
hmm, do you agree with this? Yes, I do. Moving on. <laughs> exactly. So it'll be there'll be a little bit more of a surprise factor to things because yeah. I mean, I think me and Katie both can do some pretty crazy deep dive into some stuff and find some yeah. weird tweets and Reddit threads and totally see what people are saying and you know different stories how we you know what we feel about it. Yeah, yeah, because I think we'll both probably have different takes on the type of stuff we talk about and we'll also be going deeper into what we do talk about. So instead of spending just one week on one specific TV show or call, we'll probably spread it out over three or four weeks so that we can really focus on those Reddit threads and random tweets and mommy bloggers and see all the different voices talking about these reality show slash cult situations happening. I think it'll be good. I'm excited for it because I think... My favorite episodes are when we go off on like a weird tangent because like mm-hmm. we said something that like, you know, was prompted a story that one of us had yeah. or like something random or like some weird joke or, you know, whatever. And I think this new format will be more conducive mm-hmm. to that and like bring that up a bit more rather than, you know, isn't it crazy that they said this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think it'll move into real conversations. Mm-hmm. Which- it, it doesn't always happen now. And I think also because, you know, it's sometimes when we're doing week to week with the exception of Plathville, we can't anticipate when there's going to be a blah episode. And when there is a blah episode, we just really don't have control over that and have to kind of just like <laughs> live with it. But now we'll have control over designing the episodes, what topics we want to talk about, which episodes we want to pull and look into, what type of stuff outside of the shows we want to focus on. So it can be an actual conversation. Yeah, which I think will capture dive. more of what our like original idea was. Cause mm-hmm. when we were just like chatting and like catching up over the episodes of drag race, it, we weren't going through, you know, minute by minute or anything. We were just like, can you believe, like I heard this, like about this, blah, 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 blah. And that's where we would really like get this like fun, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Forcing and, ourselves to talk about every single moment. We were only talking right. about the things that stuck out. And, and created that like tangent and this and deep dive and whatever. Yeah. yeah so, so I now think we'll that will come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we also started it, we, we like felt like when we had those conversations between the two of us, we would always go way deeper than was necessary and get like way too analytical and think way too hard about backstories and personal lives and the psychology behind stuff. And so now we're going to have the chance to actually do that every episode. Yeah. Oh, that's ex- this is exciting. This is making me really excited just talking about it like this. Yeah, me too. I also, I will say, like, I think as we're going, there's room for bonus episodes. You know, if like a Chris Lee situation pops up and one of mm-hmm. us really wants to cover it, we'll do it. Um, the selling, the OC did really well. If there's a few shows that come throughout the year that don't fit this specific mold, but we feel like we have the an interesting thing to say about it, we might pop up so if you have listened and liked things that weren't necessarily cult related there still might be space throughout the year for us to do emergency episodes on (laughs) less cult i also think the the cult uh definition can be something that we interpret broadly you know like we might move into do an episode on like uh family vloggers i feel like there's like a cultiness to that Pyramid like mommy vloggers people, too. Just mommy like vloggers, yeah. Different like weird niche areas that mm-hmm. everyone is just kind of like, it, like it's the ick from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was trying to think of like a pun that we could, if, uh, we'll, we'll work on a fresh perspective uh, pun for the ick episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And not to worry, we will still be covering Plathville in the same kind of format where we kind of go like, we talk about it when the season comes out and stuff like that. So that is still, that is a cornerstone of Fresh Perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think if we come across shows like that, that we want to do week by week, it might be an opportunity to just deep dive random cults. Yeah. You know, like there's like, um, there's 12 tribes is what I'm interested in because the uh, mm-hmm. town my parents moved to has a local 12 tribes chapter, but I don't think there's a show about it. So if we wanted to do interesting real cult deep dives that don't have a correlating reality TV, Plathville episodes or any other week to week ones we end up doing would be a good opportunity to just become um cult fanatics. Yeah. I will say also, this is not something we knew about each other that we were both cult people. No, this is truly like kind of come to the surface because of fresh perspective. Yeah. Cause when we started, I had no idea you loved cults. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're fascinating. I mean, they scare me to death. Like yeah. I am scared to death of Scientology, but. Um, Me too. And I I feel like sometimes people are like, haha, I could so join a cult. I really don't think I would ever. I went to the Scientology uh, Center last year in LA over the summer to um, kind of just see if they could get me, and they couldn't. <laughs> I've walked by many a building of Scientology, and I'm like on high alert, like every time I walk by. Yeah. I know. Well, don't worry. If you If you go in with a an awareness you can't get pulled in there you go there i spent go. like 45 minutes talking to someone there and i came out and i was like okay yeah that was a cult <laughs> good but we can get it i'll also have just come back from la probably when we start well no we're probably not gonna do scientology till like march but yeah i will be in la next week and so maybe i'll pop by again i'll do some in-person research yeah that's the one that i walked by well i've walked by several but that's like the big one yeah it is the big one <laughs> yeah oof. Okay, well, I guess that's our rebrand. Yeah, but it's so exciting. Like, I hope everyone, I hope all our listeners are as excited as we are. <laughs> oh, me too. And I'm going to post it on TikTok because I hopefully it will find the cult reality TV community. It'll find the people that it's supposed to. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Everyone that saw our, like, yikes video, which has really been the one that, like, took off for whatever reason. <laughs> Wait, was that the, um, about Whitney? Yeah, I think so. And then I was just like, Yikes. You just go yikes. <laughs> it's gotten so it's gotten more views than any of our other ones. So maybe those same people will they'll be they'll still see they'll see it. Yeah, hopefully. We got a few followers from that. So yeah, we did. Hopefully there's people lingering on our accounts during our hiatus. Ooh. I do want to just say we're gonna talk about um Real Housewives in a couple weeks, but I did put Seth and Meredith on my vision board as people <gasps> and Oh yes. So I'll be finding my Seth this year in 2023. Yes, I love that. I'm hoping yeah. to also find my Seth. Put it on your vision board. I need to make one. I'll send you a picture of mine. It's cute. Okay, I'm excited about it. Yay. Okie dokes. Bye. Bye. Bye.